Hello, everyone, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Monday, June 13th, 2022. I'm Mike Kitchopoli. Well, how was everyone's weekend? Do you have a good weekend? Let me tell you, we're about a week away from summer now, so it's getting getting warm. Even, it was even warm here in San Francisco for a couple of days. It was like 80 degrees here, which I know people who are in New York and Chicago and Florida and Texas thinking, oh, shut up, Mike. 80 degrees in June? Big deal. Plus, when it's 80 degrees here in San Francisco, it's like very dry. Humidity is like 10%, 12%. So I really can't complain. It's just you're not used to it. We're not used to the, we're not used to warmth here, you know? We're not used to anything warm, anything warm. The streets here aren't warm. The people aren't warm. And the weather's not very warm. So when it gets to 80 degrees here, it feels like 100, to tell you the truth. Um, you know, it's really amazing. I'm watching all weekend. I've been watching coverage, coverage of the uh, of the January sixth hearings from last week, which I think will continue this week. And what's what's truly amazing is that <clears throat> very few people make the connection between what Trump supposedly did and what Chuck Schumer and Maxine Waters and other Democrats have done when they've made speeches in front of crowds. And it really is hitting home now because we see what's happening to justices. We see that Kavanaugh, someone tried to kill him. Um, remember, the only thing that really stopped that guy from killing Kavanaugh was his own conscience. He called and he said he needed help. He stopped himself. But if he didn't stop himself, who knows what would have happened. So it, it, it's, it's amazing. I'm going to play something for you in a second, which I think is 100 times worse than anything Trump did on January 6th. Anything Trump did on January 6th. And they can, they can show as many videos as they want of violence and people breaking in. But you and I know, you and I know, it was simply a rowdy crowd gone wild. Simply a rowdy crowd gone wild. And, uh, and it was over in a few hours. Unlike, of course, the January 2020 riots in which cities were burned down, which went on for weeks and weeks and weeks during that long, hot, COVID-ridden summer of 2020. And of course, uh, earlier that year, I believe March, March, just at the time COVID was breaking out, that Schumer uh, held a rally in which he pretty much told Kavanaugh that they were uh, coming for him, that people were coming for him. We're coming for you. What does that mean? We're coming for you, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. Well, I'll let you listen to it yourself. And this is listen to not only what he says, but the anger in his voice. And think about what the anger in his voice can do to people who are, you know, teetering on the edge like this crazy kid who needed mental help who went to kill Kavanaugh. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. You have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. So <laughs> you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. Now, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, these are okay, no, okay. When you when you say something about that about a politician, right? You'll pay the price. Usually that means we're gonna vote you out of office or your party's gonna lose, right? Because that's politics. Politicians are elected, and in some places like California, you can kick them out with recalls like we just did for Chesa Boudin, like we did for the <clears throat> horrible um, school board members. 
And then there are elections every two, four, six years, depending on the office, right? So usually when you say to a politician, you're going to pay for that, it usually means we're going to work to take your job away from you, give it to someone else. But what does it mean when you say you're going to pay the price to a Supreme Court justice, which is a lifetime term? What price would they pay? Price could Kavanaugh, what was Chuck Schumer talking about? What price could Kavanaugh or Gorsuch pay? Right? They can't they can't lose their jobs. There's no jobs to be lost because they're lifetime appointed. So what 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 price to pay? People protesting in front of their homes, threatening them, intimidating them so they can't live at home. That could be a price to pay, right? Which is happening now, which is by the way illegal on the books, illegal. To intimidate a justice to get a different outcome. Which is exactly this is Democrats can song and dance all they want. But the Democrats didn't give a fuck about the First Amendment during COVID, okay? They were cheering on the shit. And they don't care about the First Amendment. Look at Twitter, look at Facebook, look at the censorship. Democrats don't care about the First Amendment. Don't let them fool you into thinking that. They don't like the First Amendment, nor do they like the Second Amendment. In fact, they don't like any amendments. They'd rather not be a constitution. They'd rather we'd be China or at best Canada, which isn't far from China these days politically. So this is, they don't care about the First Amendment. They can do a song and dance they want. Oh, this is all right, blah, blah, blah. ACLU, the ACLU is, 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 is a garbage, is, is total garbage. They're full of shit. They did nothing during COVID, okay? They did nothing during the two years of COVID where our rights were being taken away from us left and right, where people were having forced medical procedures, like in a horrible science fiction film, to keep their job. The ACLU didn't care. The ACLU doesn't care about censorship on social media. The ACLU is also full of shit. They're another arm of the DNC. They should be called the ACLU DNC. That's what they are. So th- don't believe these these bullshit leftist organizations and politicians when they talk about the First Amendment. Oh, we believe in the First Amendment. No, what they're doing is intimidation against judges for a case that has not been settled yet to try to get a different outcome. Okay, so maybe that's what <clears throat> Schumer, Chucky Schumer, was talking about. Or maybe he was talking about you're putting your life on the line for these decisions. Maybe that's what he was saying. Now, of course, Schumer's smart enough to not say we're going to kill you. I'm going to say, I hope people hope people hear the anger in my voice and it triggers them to come and kill you. But this is the consequence of saying something like, we're coming, we're coming for you. You'll pay the price for people who cannot lose their jobs. So you have that, right? You have nothing. A, a Supreme Court justice was just, this guy has been booked, I believe, for attempted murder. Not quite sure how they're going to get him on that, but so let's say uh, a Supreme Court justice, there's an attempt on the life of the Supreme Court justice. It's just that actually just really just happened last week. And yet we hear nothing about consequences for Chuck Schumer. Nothing. And yet, yet all we're hearing about on TV is January 6th, January 6th, January 6th, with Trump. They'll show these clips of Trump, you know, being angry and and. uh and full of himself and talking about being cheated and getting people angry. But they don't, they'll, they'll, they'll edit out the clip where he says, go down there peacefully, go in peace and love. Did Chuck Schumer say that? Did he say that? Did he say, let's protest these judges like Kavanaugh and Gorsuch in peace and love? No, he said, we're coming for you. We're coming for you, Kavanaugh. We're coming for you, Gorsuch. And yet he's the one, and yet Trump is the one Democrats want to prosecute. Trump is the one Democrats want to prosecute. Now, 
let's look at the hornet's nest. If you want to talk about the First Amendment, this brings up many many many, many happen from speeches, right? Many Malcolm X gave speeches and it's from them. People get worked up when powerful people speak. And this has happened throughout history. And many protests happen during, after speeches. The speech is given, then the rally starts. The speech is given, then the protest starts. So what is the slippery slope we're going down? We're going to try to prosecute someone who gave a political speech, and then a, a, a riot started an hour or two hours later. Then you're really talking about getting into a First Amendment area. Then you're really going down a slippery slope. So anyone that gives a speech, anyone that gives a good speech who's good at that and gets people going, get their juices flowing, and then it maybe turns into something bad, is that person going to be prosecuted? No, I think this is very dangerous. But as usual, the Democrats have it all ass backwards. They should be looking at the words of Schumer, not Trump. They should be looking at the actions of Schumer as causing violence, as inciting violence, not the actions of Trump. Once again, Schumer said, we're coming for you to people who cannot be kicked out of office. So why doesn't someone ask him? Why don't one of these great journalists, and of course I say that sarcastically, ask Chuck Schumer what he meant when he said to Supreme Court justice who cannot be kicked out of office, we're coming You will feel our wrath. What was he, what was he saying? What was he saying? Chuck, were you, sh- were you saying they were going to be kicked out of office? How are they going to be kicked out of office when they're Supreme Court justices? So what does coming after them mean? No, no one will ask that question. And so here we are with the usual Democrat, the usual shit-lib double standard. Trump derangement syndrome, where we're going to go after Trump, but we're not going to go after Schumer. So that's, that's, that's where we are right now. But you don't hear about this on television. Finally, you get a guy like Bill Maher, who's, you know, finally over the last couple of months really coming around, right? And he says the New York Times buried the story about the assassination attempt on Kavanaugh. It was like on page 12 or something. It was really buried in the newspaper, where if that was a liberal justice, if a so-called, quote-unquote, white supremacist or Trump supporter went after Sotomayor, or one of the left-wing justices. It would be on the front page of the Times, and you damn well know it would have been. You damn well know the Times would have put that on the front page. It would be all over CNN, all over MSNBC, okay, if a white guy went after a left-wing justice. But because it's a right-wing justice, it doesn't follow the narrative they want. It doesn't follow their narrative, their Trump derangement syndrome narrative that has taken over the left for the last two and a half years. That sickness that has taken over the left for two. Do you agree with me that Trump derangement syndrome is a sickness? Do you agree with me that Trump derangement syndrome should be the next psychological DSM guide of illnesses of psychological disorders? Call in if you agree. If you disagree, call in. I think it's a mental illness now. I think it has become over the last two and a half years a mental illness. I still believe, and I'll go to the grave believing, that the combination, the one-two punch of COVID and Trump 
absolutely destroyed the brains of all liberals. All Democrats' brains were destroyed by the one-two punch of COVID and Trump. And that's where we are now. Everything is guided by that now. Everything is guided by that, by Trump derangement syndrome. Everything. And we could, I, like I said, I've done this on this show for six months now. Every week I've done it several times where I just play the shoe on, on the other foot. What if? What if Trump had done this? What if Trump had done that? What if this had happened on the Trump? Like the economy now, right? Like Biden using all, Biden when he was running for office said, unlike the current president, I won't make excuses. I'll admit being wrong. I won't blame other people. I'll take responsibility as president, he said, Mr. No Malarkey. And yet, what does he do on every issue? He blames COVID and he blames Putin. Every issue, right? Whether it's gas prices, whether it's inflation, whether it's anything economically, whether it's small business, no matter what it is, he blames Putin or COVID or a combination of both. Mr. I'll take responsibility for everything. No, no. He just said that to win. He just said that so people voted against Trump. He just said that so idiotic voters would vote against Trump and say, oh, now we'll elect someone who's going to take responsibility. Well, first of all, Trump had very little to take responsibility for. The economy was great. Inflation was like 1.2%. Now it's 8.6. Gas prices will average, what, $2.20? Now they have $5.10? So Trump didn't have nearly as much to take responsibility for. There were no wars. There was no botched Afghanistan withdrawal. There was no Ukraine. There was no nothing. So he had a lot less to take responsibility for. Yes, of course, every president, every president can take more responsibility for things than they do now, than they ever, of course, every president. But Biden, there's so much more for him to take responsibility for than Trump. And yet he doesn't do it. He thinks people are stupid. I just saw the poll that showed 33% approval. Okay, but what's even worse than that, when you go deep into the numbers, deep poll, you see that 25 percent among independents, eight points lower than the average among independents. So only one out of every four independents approve of of Biden. That is just a stark number. That is a devastating number for Democrats, a devastating number. I think it's 8% for Republicans, 25% for independents, and about 79% for Democrats. And of course, those 79% Democrats are totally uh, 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 morons. I mean, they're, they're out of their fucking minds. But even that, remember Trump, among his own party, always maintained like 90 to 95% favorability. So 79, even though that's crazy that that many Democrats approve of Biden, to be below 80 in your own party is bad. What it usually means is not that those Democrats are going to vote Republican. Some of them will, but many of them just won't vote at all. Like we just saw here with the Chesapeake recall. Okay. They just won't bother voting. They're just not inspired to vote for Democrats. They may not vote for Republicans, but they're just not inspired to. So those Democrats will stay home. The independents, the largest 50% of the voters in this country, half are independents. They love voting. They're the block that votes the most. They will come out and vote for Republicans. And of course, the Republicans will vote for Republicans. So it's it's a devastating number all around for Joe Biden. People are not buying his crap that COVID is responsible for all this and Putin's responsible. Once again, he's telling the voters they are dumb because you can look at all these graphs that show inflation was all the way up and on the way to being even higher 
well before Putin invaded. Okay? Well before. We had COVID for an entire year of Trump, yet inflation and gas prices didn't go up the way they have under Biden. So well post-COVID, well before Biden, before Putin invaded Ukraine, gas prices were shooting up and inflation was shooting up. And this is shown on charts. You can look at it with your own eyes. They're all over the internet. Okay? Of course, CNN and MSNBC probably won't show them. They Fox shows them. So he's full of crap. He's full of crap. If COVID, I'll be fair. Let's say the lockdowns, by the way, once again, even if you blame COVID, what you're blaming is the Democrats' love of lockdowns. It was the Democrats in Biden who loved and supported Fauci who supported lockdowns, not most Republicans. So even if you blame COVID, you're blaming the lockdowns, which were done by Democrats. So you still got to blame yourself and your own party. But let's say you blame COVID and let's say let's say COVID had something to do with it and Putin has something to do with it. Maybe we're talking about 8% total. The rest is on Biden. The rest is on Biden. The baby formula shortage. That's COVID. It's Putin. No, it's the Biden administration. The FDA under Biden, not Trump, under Biden, shut down this plant, which produces half. So if you're the FDA and you shut down an Abbott plant, shut it down, which provides for half of the baby formula, don't you, you're a fucking genius to know that's going to cause a baby formula shortage in the coming months? Don't you say, okay, we have to open up a different plant. We have to produce more. We have to make sure this plant is back on quickly. Do whatever we can to let's get all these, all the reasons why it was shut down. Cleanliness, the formula, whatever it may be. Let's get that done as quickly as possible, cleaned up, because we're going to have a shortage. No. And what does Biden say? Oh, we couldn't foresee it coming. Just like he said, we couldn't foresee Omicron and Delta coming. When Fauci wouldn't shut up about new variants. Did Fauci fucking shut up about new variants? Never. He kept on talking about new variants for two years. And so Biden goes, oh, we didn't expect this variant. Who is he kidding? Who is he kidding? His own people who are always talking to him, who he follows lockstep, said there would be new variants. His own FDA shut down a plant that produced half of the baby formula shortage. Oh, we didn't see this coming. So here's Mr. I take responsibility for everything, and he takes responsibility for nothing. And then he goes on Jimmy Kimmel. He won't do a real press conference. He does one every 300 days. He won't do one. He hasn't done a press conference, I believe. I think he did one this year. Yet he'll go on Jimmy Kimmel, who, of course, is favorable and is a schmuck as an interviewer. He's not going to ask any tough questions. For PR purposes, just to try to play to the young audience who watches Jimmy Kimmel, even though Jimmy Kimmel is like third or fourth in the ratings, because because Biden's approval for 18 to 30-year-olds is like 20, 15 or 20 percent among the group that Democrats usually get the most. So this is just such a superficial thing to do. And so transparently political. Jimmy Kimmel's not going to ask any tough questions. He didn't ask any tough questions. So it's just, it's, it's, it's simple. It's PR. It's a PR stunt. This is what we're dealing with. And we're seeing it over and over again with the left. We're seeing it over and over again with the left. Anyone watch? I'm sure you didn't. I'm sure you didn't watch it because I didn't watch it. I went to the movies instead. The Tony Awards. I can't, <clears throat> I used to love, look, 
transparency, I at least love award shows. Okay, I used to love them. I used to look forward to the Tonys and the Oscars and the Emmys. And now I don't, because just like everything else has become totally political, there's no more real entertainment value to any of these things anymore. So there's no, you know, it used to be the numbers, musical numbers, fun stuff, comedy, right, shtick, Billy Crystal, who was good, by the way, today, and a little bit I saw of clips. But, you know, it, it, now it's all political, right? Yet the Tonys, at the Tonys, the people in the audience, the elites, the liberal left New York elites, weren't wearing masks. Everyone who goes to a Broadway show has to have a vaccine passport and wear masks still in, in, in June of 2022. We saw that asshole Patty Lupone, who, of course, they gave the award to, take a fit when the person in the audience had their mask down below their nose. Yet she doesn't have to wear a mask in the audience. She doesn't have to wear a mask when she's giving her acceptance speech. And nobody in the audience, I knew it. I said, let me just see if anyone in this audience is going to have masks on. None of them did. In a Broadway theater where when you pay $200 to see their constant old remakes of old plays and musicals, there's nothing new and creative anymore. It's all rehashed. You have to pay $200 and you have to wear a mask and you have to show you were vaccinated and boosted to get in. But they don't have to wear masks. The liberal elites will look down at you and spit on you and say you deserve it. And they'll laugh about it. And they'll say there's nothing you can do about it. They flaunt it. This is constant. They flaunt it. We've seen it in award shows over the last two and a half years where the people attending have no masks on and the help has masks on. The black help have masks on. Yet these are the liberals who are not racists, right? And everyone's inclusive and everyone's equal. Equality and equity. They're full of shit. And we're seeing it. A friend of mine sent me a photo today of a bookstore called City Lights here in San Francisco. And they've reintroduced masks again. Okay, it's bad enough if they had just continued it. No, it wasn't. It's not that they've continued it. They stopped it. Now they're bringing it back in the summer of 2022. Well, you have to wear masks again to go into a bookstore. Now, geniuses, bookstores are going out of, of business, right? Because of Amazon. And yet the few people who are going to bookstores now are being forced to put masks back on when they should be, the people who own the bookstores should be down on their knees with their mouths open. Not to be vulgar. Ah, yeah, to be vulgar. Because they're full of shit. They should be down on their knees with their mouths open. People who come into a bookstore these days and don't buy it on Amazon. Yet they're telling you, the customer, who they need to survive, you've got to put masks on in the summer of 2022 to go into that bookstore. Fuck them. Buy it on Amazon and put them out of business for this. That's the only way we're going to make these people stop. Put them out of business. I have no empathy, no sympathy for them anymore. None. Especially when they need us now. At the moment they need us the most, they're screwing us. I'm amazed at this liberal elitist mentality of I'm going to give you my money and do exactly what you say. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do with my body what you tell you tell me I have to do something with my body and I'm going to pay you for that right. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No, no, I'm the customer. I tell you what I do. 
Whatever happened to this? Whatever most the customer is always right. If the customer wants to wear a mask, they can wear a mask. If the customer doesn't want to wear a mask, they don't have to wear a mask. Where is this where I'm going to tell you what you have to do and you're going to give me your business and your money so I can stay in business? Am I? Is this world going crazy? Is this an upside down world or what? If you'd like to call in, you can call in. I won't yell at you. I have to learn. I've learned to like back off. This is like to back off from the phone. Otherwise I get what I've noticed when I replay these things is I get like, like if you, if you notice when you stick a radio stations, they, the pinning. So I get a little distorted. I'm yelling right into the phone. So I'm trying to back off, off the phone. Oh, there's someone's, someone's calling in. Hold on. We have a caller. Let's see if this works. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Okay. All right. Hello, are you there? Remember, you have to unmute your mic. I'm showing that your mic is muted. I'm trying to get you on. And I have you. Unmuted. Daniel. Unmuted. Daniel, go ahead. Yeah, I I plan on uh, paying City Lights a visit tomorrow. Well, so what are you going to do? I'll walk in on mass just to see what they do. And um, and if they say anything, I'll just give them a piece of my mind. Well, but isn't this an amazing thing that they, especially bookstores, this is a 1980, they're going out of business left and right. Because I can, I, I can go on Amazon. I can go on Amazon as I'm doing this show and hit, go, hit buy and I get it in two days, you know, or I get the audio version downloaded in an hour, less than an hour. No, they need our money. Can you believe they need our business to stay afloat? And yet they're telling us in June of 2020, you must wear a mask in order to give us your money. Am I crazy? Am I am I off off track that this is insane? No, of course you're not. And uh, that will be part of my response tomorrow as I'm leaving. I'll just say, you know, good idea. I'll just order on Amazon. They don't require me to subscribe to any particular superstition. Yeah, Amazon doesn't ask you to wear a mask while you're ordering at home, right? You have to yeah, wear a mask yeah. and show a photo of us. Show a photo of yourself wearing a mask while you're <laughs> ordering this in order to give us your... By the way, towering is on hold here. I'll get to you next, towering. We have a couple of callers here. But Daniel, look, I, I want you to go there and I want you to report back to me later this week or tomorrow, whenever, what they did. Because I, I, really I, I really want to know what's, what's going to happen. I know you've been... You know, during this, during the years, the two years of having to wear masks here in San Francisco, yes, about two full years, you've uh, had lots of different encounters. I know that. You yeah. Know, uh, many unpleasant. Well, I, I, I've, I've only donned a mask in the last two years to um, to go to uh, annual physical exams and things where it's just impossible otherwise to get in through the door. Um, and, I, and I always make sure that I uh, make a... Um, attract considerable attention <laughs> in a good in as good a possible way to myself uh, while while I'm uh, conceding to this um this to, to this uh humiliation yeah and, and i it just i just it, it blows my mind it blows my mind that they brought them back like i said i think it would be bad enough if they had kept them all the time right but to actually have gotten rid of them and now to say okay we're going to bring them back wait a minute not only do they it's just as tourist season is getting going here yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They're gonna, tell, they're gonna tell tourists in Florida who haven't worn masks in a year and a half that they have to wear a mask to come into their bookstore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm waiting <laughs> for them to uh, 
to to uh, to mandate uh, that we carry rabbit's feet with us at all times as well. And uh, that would that know, would protect you just as much, right? That would protect you yeah. just, I mean, maybe more if you believe yeah. in it. And, and, and it's and it's it's just utterly amazing. It, it is it's just stupefying that anybody. I mean, for God's sake, read read the mask literature, the scientific literature. It's not hard. It's mask. It's not quantum field theory. Anybody can basically read this. And uh, th- th- there's just no no evidence, none. In 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 that, if you look at the to- total evidence for for mask, um, there's, there's just zero zero evidence that supports mask wearing. There's well, then, a couple really crappy uh, scientific reports out there. Oh, that, stop! You went about the, in Uganda with the village in Uganda that you talked about. How stupid! When you got oh, but, like yeah, the study the, of a the village in thing, Uganda. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it wasn't it wasn't Uganda? It was um, was it Bangladesh? Bangladesh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Bangladesh, <laughs> and, and and even if you believed it, um, it, it was it was it was such a small, 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 tiny, tiny effect size that even if it was statistically significant, would still be negligible with respect to its effect size. Right. I mean, it was insignificant with respect to uh, effect size. So, so these people are just the, the, the I mean, they aren't they aren't. They, they don't care what the science is. What they care is what their political tribe tells them to think. Exactly. And, that, and that's it. And that's it. And that is well, as Daniel, deep I as want, they go. I want, pro- I, I want you to promise me you'll come back and tell me what happened in the book. Because I, I really oh, want yeah, to. I, yeah, yeah, I definitely will. Okay, okay. Have a good night. Daniel, let me get to my next caller. Okay, Daniel. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. I think we have another caller here. Uh, let's see. Okay. Towering, are you there? Hey, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Hey, you can bring Daniel back on if you want, because I kind of got a question for both of you guys. Like, um, like there's not a mask mandate in California right now, is there? The statewide, no. No, no, no. no. There are no so, mask mandates in any states right now. Right. So this is just a business that's asking you well, to wear there, a mask? There's a mask mandate, I believe, right now. I, I, I do keep track of these things fairly well. Um, I think there's a mask mandate in Philadelphia and Oakland. I believe Philadelphia right. and Oakland just Philadelphia like did it about two weeks ago, and Oakland did it last week, uh, but not not in San Francisco where City Lights is. No, so City Lights bookstore decided to do it themselves. Yes, right. right. It's, but you're specifically chatting right now about the business, the business asking people to wear masks. Correct. Right. 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 So I, I don't well, understand the, what the, what, had what the problem excuse. is. Well, I'll get to you in a second, but when the, the businesses had an excuse, I didn't think it was a good excuse, but they had an excuse when the government told them they had to do it. But now with, with the government telling, not saying they have to do it, the ones that are doing it anyway, I think it's worse. They have no excuse. Well, what's the problem if they want to do it? It's their business. I just told you why. Did why? I just explain why? I just explained. Uh, I heard you talking, but I didn't, I didn't really get what the problem was. The problem was, it, it, the problem was masks don't work, and this is two and a half years into COVID. So what if, well, what, if the, what, if the, wait, what if the business said, wear a condom on your nose to come in? That's okay. If the business asked well, you to yeah, wear a condom yeah. on your nose to come in, then it's you, okay because the you business said, well, no, what happened to the customers? Yeah, you don't have to go there. You don't have to give them your money. You can go to another business. That's what, I, that's what I'm telling people to do. Yeah, I didn't sure. Say, I didn't, did, I say, did I say go close them down? Did I say go pick well, up I, them? Don't sure. go. I just don't get why you're so bent out of shape about it. Because it's idiotic, because it's like voodoo. That's why. In 2022, I like real science. I like evidence-based decisions. I don't like voodoo based on tribal cult beliefs. That's why. So, and I would, say so, it if, I would say it if it was happening in Texas. 
I would say if a, sure. if a store owned by a right winger was doing this or something else, I would say the same thing. So in common sense and logic. And I believe in like one, one normalcy. Yeah. One, if, if it doesn't work and a business wants to do it anyways, that's fine. Right. Like that's their business. You can go to a different one, but also what makes you think that it doesn't work? What doesn't mask? Because we, we have proof yeah. masks don't work. That's what we have. We actually have science. Where? We, have, we, we have a guy, who Ian Miller, who wrote a book called Unmasked, in which for a year and a half, for 18 months, he looked at cities that had mask mandates, cities that didn't, states that had them, states that didn't, countries that had them, countries that didn't. And he showed zero difference. In fact, often places without mandates had lower had lower cases than cases with mandates. We've seen it. Johns Hopkins comes out with studies. Stanford came out with studies. The New York Times even wrote two weeks ago that mass mandates made no difference. They shouldn't have happened. This is called proof. You see, this is 2022. This has been going on for 27 months now. We have actual studies done. We have actual facts. There are numbers. Okay. We have done this for two and a half years and COVID is still here. They told us if we did this, COVID would go away. They told us if we no, got vaccinated, didn't. we'd go back to normal, that the vaccines would stop the spread just the way they stopped the spread of chicken pox and smallpox and polio. They lied. No, dude, no, no. Nobody dude, said that. Nobody said that it would years. stop Don't make the excuses. vaccine. Don't make too many excuses. I'm not. I'm not. You're exaggerating. They lied for two Nobody's... and a half years. They kept on moving the goalposts. Do you, you think that? Do you this. think that vaccines for the flu are supposed to make the flu it's go away? It's not a vaccine. It's a flu shot. A yeah, vaccine this, makes yeah. the disease go away. Po- the polio vaccine didn't give people lesser polio. It didn't give them polio for eight months. It eradicated polio. It eradicated smallpox. Don't you understand? That's eradicate. what vaccine does. No, no. And it was, there's, no dude, smallpox is still around. No, no. You're bullshitting. I'm it not. marketed as it would end COVID and get us back to normal. Okay? They said it was 95% effective in ending the spread. It's been 12 per- percent effective so don't make the flu shot dude the flu shot is a flu vaccine you know that right you're not listening to me this no you're not it's a vaccine promoted the covid vaccine is the same thing as the flu vaccine it doesn't eradicate it it keeps people who uh are vaccinated from getting as sick as they could possibly that's not the way this was marketed and you know it it's absolutely it's why i took it it's why no, I took it. I don't care how you took it. I don't care that you were the no, genius. No, it's why I took the shot. No, no. I didn't know. I'm glad you're the genius that knew it wouldn't stop the spread. It would just make you maybe not die. Okay? I, I, you're the genius. And it also slowed down the spread. Did. And I'll it tell you this. Also, now we're seeing that people who are boosted are getting it more than people who aren't boosted. And if you look at hospitalization rates and death rates, in a lot of places they haven't gone down and they've gone up. In San Francisco, yeah. which is not you know why? Because the vaccine, the or because the, it's because the virus has kept mutating, and the original um, supply of vaccines weren't designed for the mutated it virus. Was, it, so, so two and a half years, two years ago, Fauci yeah. said. Why do you think they come up with a different flu vaccine? Why do you think they come up with a different flu vaccine every year? Didn't say this is. It's a flu shot. It's not. It's a vet. What do you, dude? It's the same thing. Look it up. Look, look up flu vaccine right now. Look up flu vaccine right now. No seasonal flu vaccines. Google it, dude. I'm sorry that I'm yelling at you, but the only reason I'm doing it is because I have to match your level. 
Do you understand that? Like, just because you yell doesn't mean you're, you're right. No, just because Google you flu vaccine no, no, no. right now. Do it. That way. Google it. Google it. No, yeah, yeah. Google. Yes. Yeah, Google, Google, Google flu vaccine. And Google how this was. CDC seasonal flu how vaccines. Influenza vaccines are vaccines that protect against the four influenza viruses that research indicates most common during the upcoming season. Flu vaccine that doesn't eradicate the flu. The flu changes from year to year. And often when people get the flu vaccine, they figure out, oh, we we made supply for this specific virus. But it turned out it was this one that was more popular this year. So people actually got really sick with the influenza this year. It's that's how viruses work, man. It's not it doesn't eradicate anything. I think you wanted Daniel to come on, didn't you? Sure. Did you want Daniel to come on? Because I think he wants to come on. That's fair. Yeah, totally. That's fine. Let's see if I can get him on. Let's see if I can get Daniel on. Okay, Daniel's been invited to speak. But, uh, oh, here it is. Sorry. I have to do this. This will work. Okay. Okay. Okay, Towering. Let's let's start at the beginning where you started. Why would you not want, why would Mike and, and myself be opposed to a business which does have the right to require you to wear a mask, why would we want them to not do so? Yes, legally they can require to. Morally, should they? No. These masks have been the chief promoter of the pan-hysteria that has swept this world. And that pan-hysteria has led to incredible damage, costing hundreds of billions, tens of trillions of dollars in our country alone that is going to damage our education of our children for a generation to come. That has caused, the World Bank has just recently released statistics that saying at least a half of a million children worldwide have died because of our policy regarding lockdown and other economic, other economic constraints that our, our COVID policies have put on our economy. That is why we oppose masks. Now when it comes to vaccinations, do you or do you not understand that these vaccines do not prevent infection and do not prevent transmission? And do you or do you not understand that six months after getting vaccinated, that you are at an all-cause higher mortality of dying after getting vaccinated? Do you understand this? Okay, as it turns out, I don't think I can have both of you on at the same time. I'm trying this, but it doesn't seem to be working. So I think it just allows on one caller at the same time. But here's the thing. I was going to mute him anyway. Think- yeah, yeah Mike, 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 let me say this to Taurin. Taurin, you, you sound like you've been educated on CNN. Oh, wait, wait. Maybe we can Maybe we can do this. Hold on. Let me see. Taurin, are you there? Well, hold on a second. Stay there, Daniel. Stay there. Stay there. Yeah. Stay there. They put it could work. It could work. It may work. I don't know. It should be able to work. I'd like to get you both on here because, look, as I'm trying to get towering on, hold on, let's see if I can get him on here. I can, Daniel, if you get knocked off, you know, sorry about that. But um, I think I tr- he seems to be lying. I mean, basically, he's saying this was marketed as like the flu shot. Was it marketed as the flu shot, Daniel? I don't know what you mean by marketed as a flu shot, but from the very beginning, this has been marketed as something that is going to increase herd immunity in our in our country in particular, and therefore bring us to an end 
of the COVID pandemic sooner. There is no way that you can suggest that we are going to reach herd immunity sooner if it's not preventing an infection and if it's not preventing um, transmission. And it does neither, neither, zero. Well, absolutely. There's no, there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt. I think this might work now. Okay. Towering, are you there? Yes. Hey. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. you're both you're both on now. All right. Now listen, listen. We're not gonna have a free fall here because I'm screaming and everyone else is talking. But here here's the deal. Here's the deal. I said what I said, and it's hundred percent truth. You can go back and you can Google all you want from twenty twenty, how Fauci and the others marketed this. It was marketed as ninety-five percent effective as stopping the spread, and most people took it because they wanted to get back to normal. It has not stopped the spread, and we're not back to normal. Now you guys can talk. Go ahead. Good. Towering, go ahead. Let me ask. Let me ask Towering if he understands one more thing about this vaccine. Does he understand that the, that he's claimed that it, it um, reduces severity of disease? Does he understand that it has never been trialed for that? That it's only been trialed for reduction of symptoms, not death. Towering, go ahead. Okay, I was going to say it was marketed as uh, working for ninety-five percent of. Um, 95, do you know what that means? 95% of stopping, stopping, uh, infection that would cause, um, no, you're wrong. That, that would cause, that would cause, uh, what do you call it? Severe symptoms. That's how you're, it was marketed. You are in, and it also, and it also reduces the rate of spread. It didn't stop the spread. And no, we know that we know, I know that particularly because in no BC, where I am, we had, uh, one Tolerant. third one third of the people who were in the hospital in BC had the vaccine and two thirds didn't have the vaccine. And that was in a place where 90% of the population in BC were vaccinated, which meant that if one third of 90% uh, were in the hospital and then you only had 10% were, that were filling up the other two thirds of the hospital, it's pretty clear that the vaccine was working That's pretty right. damn now, good. You are dealing with information that is at least a year old. Exactly. You understand. Yeah, yeah, a year old when the vaccines were working against the the disease that it was designed for. Can you you just... um, The vaccines weren't designed for Omicron. Can Can you listen for a moment? We knew from the very beginning that these vaccines weren't going to work worth shit. Because coronaviruses mutate so damn rapidly. All of the MDs like myself across this globe were being harassed for saying so, that this was not going to stop this, this pan, so-called pandemic because coronaviruses were going to just mutate and these vaccines were not going to be effective for more than a few months. If you, if, if you want, if you really think that... that I don't think anybody said... If you, what, what is it you, you thought that these vaccines I don't th- were going to do? I think they were going to exactly do? what they did. Because they said when I got the shot, I knew that I was going to work for like six to eight months. And that was to get me and through the winter. Did it. it did. It absolutely no. did. Try, yes, it did. Three months. Six months out after taking a vaccine. I didn't get sick. I didn't get sick until six months six later. Six months out after taking these vaccines, you were at higher risk from all-cause mortality. You're an idiot, oh. man. Well, wait, that's, wait, that's wait, an ad hominem and wait, wait, very wait, wait, juvenile wait. of you, sir. That's you right. are an idiot. 
And you Wait, have sir, caused more you need to damage grow up. to our society <laughs> than you will ever, ever, ever Guys. be able to make up to our society. You're an MD Guys. and you just go on uh, radio shows calling you, people idiots? How I am old are an, you? Yep, yep. How old I'm are an you? MD and I'm also a PhD. Are you, you are over moron, sixty? Sir. Are you yes. are you proud yes. that you're over sixty calling people a moron on a late night podcast? I, I, I am so damn proud of it. You can come back anytime you want, and I will call you a moron. <laughs> if, you, if you want to argue the science, you go ahead and argue the science with me. Don't just get I'm on not, here. And I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing the science. I'm arguing with what was BS claimed that you have heard. The, I'm look, not. Look at the UK. What is that? Yep. Don't talk. Well, listen to me for just one damn second. I am. You're not making a fool of yourself. What? In the I'm UK, just agreeing with in you. In the United States, go look at the CDC statistics. Uh -huh. The rate, the rate of infection and vaccinated, the rate. Not, not we're talking. We're not talking about numbers as you were talking about. We're not talking about absolute numbers. We're talking about the rate. So it could correct for the number of people vaccinated and unvaccinated. The rate is higher in vaccinated than unvaccinated, you fool. Absolutely, he's right. Now, wait a minute. Both of you need to shut up for a second. Okay, both of you just relax for one second. For one second. We're not going to do this all night. We're going to end this soon, but we'll talk about it more tomorrow because I'm also going to talk about these vaccine side effects that, of course, are not covered in the news, like Justin Bieber's issue. But here in San Francisco, where I live, we have about 93% vaccination rate. I believe it's the highest in the state. We've also had the highest cases over the last three months in the state, having the highest vaccination rate, and 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 our hospitalizations are going up. So these severe illnesses are also increasing in the place with the highest vaccinations, period. These vaccinations suck. They suck. They did not stop the disease. People who are getting boosted are getting it seven, eight times. We're seeing politicians who have five booster shots getting it every three and a half months. They suck. They period suck. You might have wanted them to work. You might want to pretend they worked. You might want to believe because you were fooled to getting it. You don't want to believe they didn't work. You don't want to believe you're going to get sick maybe in a couple of years. You don't want to believe this. No one who got this vaccine wants to believe. Can I just break in? People no, don't I know. want to believe. People don't want to believe they were dupes. That's no, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. You guys are talking about these rates of infection post-vaccine and like the med like the medical side of it, which, okay, like we can have that discussion. But the only thing I have said, the only thing that I asserted in this conversation was that you guys were misasserting how it was sold to people in the very beginning. And that is you were saying that, oh, they said it was going to stop the vaccine or it was going to stop the virus. Totally. Yes, it was going to stop this. It wasn't. It wasn't. You, it's a, no, it's a straw man. It's a straw man. Dude. The Daniel, Daniel, you're an Cowering. MD. Cowering. Daniel, you're an Cowering. MD, right? Is the flu Cowering. shot not a vaccine? Cowering. Do you remember? Daniel, please answer my question. Is the flu shot not a vaccine? The flu shot is, of course, a vaccine. What is there you go. Man? Okay. So point towering dwarf. Thank you. All right. So I'm not what wrong about everything about because Mike said, Mike said it wasn't a vaccine. Guys, Mike Fauci said this did whole not say Fauci did not say the government did not say Trudeau did not say Biden did not say Democrats did not say this will be exactly like the flu shot that you'll need at least once a year. And this you might the flu shot. You don't no. need seven boosters. You don't need seven boosters every eight months for the flu shot. How but they also didn't say that it was going to stop the virus completely. Yes. 
They Completely said it was 95% effective in stopping the spread of the virus. Go Google Towering. it. Towering. Do, do you not remember? Do you not remember Fauci and every other Walensky and every other CDC person getting up and saying that it was important for everybody to get this vaccination so that we can bring us to the herd immunity point much, much more exactly. quickly? Do you not exactly. remember that? Exactly. You know what? They I'd have to look vaccines, that up because I don't remember they that. Said the oh, vaccines. you have got you. You are being disingenuous. You want to know why people like me, why MDs like me, get so pissed? Because I don't know. Because you have a f- fucking blood pressure we problem. Silence. We have been silenced for for two years now, and it's like sitting around watching a bunch of monkeys in charge of a nuclear reactor, locked in a silent proof in a soundproof booth. Well, you idiots out there pretending like you know a damn thing about infectious disease and immunology go around repeating what people on CNN that have no medical background whatsoever are telling you. And from the very beginning, they have lied to you. They told you repeatedly over and over and over again that this is a new virus so that we don't know if it's going to be seasonal. It's not a new virus? It's a new virus. So it's that towering, towering. All the stuff you repeated from the CBC. And over and over and over again, Daniel, you sold this Daniel, lie about Daniel. the novelty of this virus. It's behaved just like every other single respiratory virus we have ever had an experience with. And every randomized control trial that we have had before 2020 showed that masks did not work. And there was about close to 20 of those. Do you realize that? Do you have, did you read any? That's, any that's, of not, the that's not what I'm arguing. With Daniel, regards to masks, did you? You're, you're arguing all these all these assertions that I didn't make, dude. You're no, throwing all these no, like straw men. You wanted to know why we are so opposed to masks. We are opposed to masks because they spread fear. We are opposed to masks yeah, I agree. because of they spread hysteria, because they spread ignorance. Okay. Because yes. they spread hey. because they are causing people. So are you saying are you, are you saying that are you saying that a mask vaccinations? Are you saying, they you have saying caused over what? half of a million children to die worldwide so that you mask do not get the didn't damn cause no. that, dude. Wait, the mask, mask didn't directly cause children to, to die. With what you, you have need to calm to down before you have, have a jammer, sir. Guys, guys <laughs> have some respect for the host, guys. I want to say something. I'm going to give you each one last thing to say. There's only the first show of the week. Everyone needs to relax. I'm going to give you each of you the last word to say tonight. Okay, so we're going to start with Towering. Towering, what did you want to say? What's your what's your last word on this for tonight? I guess what I wanted to say was pretty simple, and it's not that um, any complicated point of like how masks do this and masks don't do that, and the virus does this and the virus doesn't do that. Is that the anti-mask and the anti-vaccine? argument that I hear very often is all built off of straw mans where you say the vaccine was sold to us as it was going to do this and masks were going to do that. And they weren't, they were just our best attempt at slowing down and reducing symptoms. And I've seen that uh, played out in, you look at the amount of deaths per capita in the United States versus the amount of deaths per capita in Canada, where we had a 90% vaccine adoption rate, and our deaths are one-tenth per capita that of the United States. 
because we had such a uh, readily adopt, adopted vaccine uh like willing population. Now, I guess we could get into like more complicated things here, but my my main point is like I feel like the way that you guys argue against the masks and against the vaccines is by trying to sell it as something way way uh way more promised than it was. And the final thing I'll say is like okay, the the virus the virus is complicated maybe masks don't work great in certain situations like crowd situations and blah 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 but if you put a mask on your face and you try and blow out a candle it's a lot harder to do than if you don't have a mask on your face so at the very least a mask is stopping like droplets and and certain amounts of material coming out of your fucking mouth and that in itself has to do something and okay, da, 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 towering. Thank you for that, towering. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, okay. Ready for Dan, my last like, word, Daniel. Your last word, Daniel. Okay, Let, let's get to his his very last point because a lot of people say this, and it is just totally irrational. They say stuff like, uh, "Well, a mask obviously start, the need stops uh, droplets from 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 uh, exiting through through the mask." True enough, it certainly does. But the randomized control trials show that it makes no difference whatsoever. So what does that mean to you, Tauren, about the, the about where the rate-limiting step is in transmitting disease? It's certainly not at the level of the mask. The randomized control trials show you that despite the fact that a mask might filter droplets, and it's only droplets, not aerosols, despite the fact that they might filter droplets, it does nothing to the overall transmission of the disease. So what does that tell you about your presumption that because it filters some particles, it must be doing something? It tells you that it is not a rate-limiting step. They simply do not work, Towering. They do not work. And, when it, you, and you are being disingenuous, if not lying, when you tell us here that you think that officials from CDC and the WHO never got up and said that these vaccines were going to stop infections and these vaccines were going to stop transmission. They most certainly did. And they all said that they were going to get us to the herd immunity point more quickly. Every single one, Walensky, uh, Fauci, every, everyone that's been, every, every single CDC official that has talked about COVID over the last two years when it comes to vaccines or potential vaccines in, in early 2020, that is what they said about it. And if you do not realize that is what they said about it, and if you do not realize that that was the justification that they gave for kicking people out of their jobs, whether they're medical professionals, whether they were people that worked in private industry, that was the justification that they gave for firing people from their jobs, for not being vaccinated. Their justification was that, oh, this is going to get us to the herd immunity point so we can all be more safe. But they do not, not even a little bit, towering, not even a little bit prevent prevent infection. Not even a little bit do they prevent transmission. And the rate, as I will tell you once again, the rate of, of, of COVID in the, 
vaccinated is higher than in the unvaccinated. The rate towering. And back to your point about severe disease, it is well known, it has been well known for over two months that the all-cause mortality in those that are vaccinated is higher than in the unvaccinated six months post-vaccination. So you are totally, totally wrong about the, the about the you you're totally wrong about the vaccinate about vaccination preventing death. It is simply not doing that. If you want more evidence, go look at New Zealand statistics. New Zealand made it through their second wave when by the time they were to the end of their second wave, there was barely about 10 percent of their population vaccinated. Look at New Zealand's numbers. They have less than half per capita deaths due to covid than we do. How do you think that would be possible, Towering, if you thought that vaccines were effective? That simply that you simply will not admit those numbers. That is simply not possible. All right, Daniel, I'm gonna let me, I'm gonna take you off now. We'll do this more. Thank you, Daniel, very much. I, I appreciate it. Um, okay, look, and I'll get my final word in here from what was said. Look, I love Canadians, and I'm not making fun of Towering. He's a valuable listener. I like the way he calls in. I like I like our debates. Um, I like yelling at him. I have to admit, I do. But um, this is a this is what I saw in Canada. I lived in Canada. Too. I lived in Montreal for two years back in the early 2000s. And what I've noticed uh, about Canadians lately, especially even though, even when I live there, is that it's just, they trust the government. <clears throat> Maybe to, except for the Quebecois, even even the, but even the Quebecois during COVID did this. They trust the government a lot more than Americans do. Okay. They are more submissive to their government than Americans do. They have more of a belief that their government is there to do good things for them than Americans do. They're much less cynical about their government than Americans are. And this showed during COVID. And, and it shows in Towering's whole presentation about this, which is just, just do it. Just It could make a little bit of a difference. Get the vaccine. Eh, wear the mask. Come on. What are you complaining about? Stop with the numbers. Stop with the facts. Stop with the emotion. If it helps, point zero 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 zero. That's the problem. The problem is when you are telling me, and once again, towering, and anyone out there, if if these businesses want to, they have the right to. That's in our constitution, and they can do it in Canada too. I'm sure. If people want to wear a mask, that's the problem during this whole thing. No one was telling the people who wore a mask they couldn't. There weren't there weren't stores saying you have if you if you if you come in here with a mask you can't come in. It was the opposite. There were mask mandates, not non-mask mandates. So when you're mandating something, when the government, when authoritarian governments, not even led through legislation, whether it's this government or the UK government or the Canadian government, none of this was done through legislation. It was all done through a dictator, the leader of the country, or here the leader of the state, the governor, and Trudeau and, and Johnson, Boris Johnson, it was all dictate. This is called dictatorships. When one person, man or woman, can make millions of people do as they want, that's called a dictatorship. I, as I've said from day one, do it through legislation. But they never did because they knew it wouldn't pass through legislation because legislators would then be kicked out of office. So they wouldn't put it to a vote. Okay? So that's the main problem. It was never, ever legislated. So when you're mandating, when one person, in all these cases, one man, in Australia, one woman is saying millions of people must do as I say with my magic wand. You must prove beyond a reasonable doubt that what you're doing is not just effective. It is highly effective. It is highly effective in ending the disease 
that we're doing it to for, for. We did all this to end a disease, right? We did all this to stop the spread. We did this to stop people from getting it and dying. We did all this to get back to pre-2020 times. And none of it has. Two and a half years later, we're still seeing spikes that are as bad, if not worse than they were a year ago and two years ago in the deep heart of COVID. That's the problem. If you're going to mandate something, you got to prove they work. I don't got to prove they don't. Period. And as far as comparing Canada, I don't think you can compare one country to another when one country has fewer people than the state of California and the United States has 10 times the amount of people as Canada. It's much more dense here. We have much more dense cities. You got two halfway dense cities in the whole fucking country of Canada. Montreal and Toronto. And they're not nearly as dense as our big cities here. So population density has a lot to do with this also. What you can compare, what you can do is compare countries that are alike, like the countries of Sweden and Norway and Finland and so on and so forth. And Sweden, which had much less restrictions than the United States even, okay, which had no mandates, which a much smaller percentage of the population was vaccinated, they had much better outcomes than the countries around them, much better outcomes than Canada. So you can't compare, as Towering was saying, well, Canada did this mask. We had Trudeau doing masks and vaccines since day one, and so we have much better outcomes. You can't compare a country of 35 million to a country of 335 million, but you can compare Sweden to Denmark, to Norway, to Finland. Sweden had the least restrictions, did the best. And what you can do is compare states within a country. You can compare a state of 20 million New York to a state of 21 million Florida. Okay, You can compare a state of 40 million California to a state of 30 million Texas. And Texas and Florida especially, with less restrictions, people haven't been wearing masks there for a year and a half now, had better outcomes economically and with COVID cases and deaths per capita than New York and California, especially New York. New York and New Jersey were the two of the worst as far as COVID outcomes, and they had two of the most longest and longest restrictions of all the states in the country. So compare what makes sense. Compare apples and apples and oranges to oranges, not apples to oranges. That's all I have to say. And this has been a great show. We've gone on for over an hour. I didn't expect this. I didn't expect this to become a show on masks. I really didn't. I thought we'd talk more about, you know, this January 6th commission, but I'm sure they don't care about that in Canada. Uh, they, don't, they hardly care about it here. Only Democrats care about it here. But anyway, thanks for listening. We'll continue this throughout this week. This is just the Monday edition. Think of how great this show is going to get throughout this week. You've been listening to and Let's Be Heard. Uh, I'm Mike Kachopoli. And remember... Always remember, even if you're in Canada, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. See you tomorrow.